Welcome to the Art of Floundering Podcast. I want to wish you nothing but peace and love. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering Podcast, wishing each and every one of you nothing but peace and love. Let's get to it. We've got a special guest, Inspire. Welcome to the Art of Floundering Podcast. Tell us about, you, real quick, I, this is part, this is the mission. This is the core of what this podcast is, and this is what we're going to get back. Real stories from real people. Inspire called last night, and I just, Inspire, let's just start off with, like, who you are, name, you know, age, all that kind of stuff. Tell, tell us who you are, dude. Um, I'm Victoriano Barone Jr. I'm 31 years old. Uh, I'm here in Texas. You know, I'm Mexican, Hispanic, whatever you want to call it. You know, but I'm a human being down to earth. Been through a lot of stuff and still currently going through a lot, but keep my head up and uh, lots about to go down pretty pretty much within the next couple of months. But it's it's gonna have to happen if I want to instead of living a couple months, living a couple years. Let, let's back up. Uh, you know, um, for we got a couple people that just joined us. We have Inspire in, thirty one year old dude. Living in Texas, I used to live in Norman, Oklahoma. Kind of, we're familiar, probably, you know. But fate, what what challenges? If you did, what what you're comfortable, what are you facing right now? What are the challenges? Uh, right now, I'm at a end stage liver disease. I already have cirrhosis of the liver and already a liver failure. And right now, the only solution is a transplant. Okay, so if it. What happens if you don't get the transplant? I know that's a probably a hard um, question. I'm already on hospice, so it's already going to where like they already prescribed me morphine. They're already pretty much just whatever happens, like they want me to go comfortably to not feel any pain and whatever. But you know, I was almost to that stage to where I was like on the brink. And like I didn't want to get up and everything I tried to eat when I did try to eat I was throwing up and throwing up blood and more and more and I was just incoherent to my mom when she was there trying to wake me up and trying to like hey are you hungry you want me to make you something I was just like no like every time I thought about eating I'll just I feel like I was gonna throw up did, did this happen and, suddenly? I mean, was there were you feeling kind of ill with leading up to this or did this just all of a sudden uh, happen? It, it was just kind of like, I want to say it was because I got in my head because the more I got in my head, the more like I felt like my body was just giving up. Like the more I implanted it, like, oh, it's going to happen. You're just going to die. You're just going to die. Like, just let it happen. The more it, it came to effect that, would you, you know, that I was just there. When more in your head, would you say like, kind of like quitting not maybe not quitting but surrendering a little like whatever yeah, yeah. I was, yep i was just there and i wouldn't want to get up the only time i would try to get up was just to use the restroom and just hopefully drink some water and hold it down or at least try to take my meds or something just so i can just feel numb but even then that that didn't help me because as soon as i tried to drink something blah, eat something blah, it came came right out so the more I installed it in my brain, uh, I guess you'd say like my body started showing what my brain was feeling with, like giving up. 
And so after they, you go to the hospital, correct? After this attack, is this when you find uh, out you have liver disease? When when did you find I, out? I, uh, that I found out I had cirrhosis about like three years ago. Okay. And I've been dealing with it for a while, but uh, the way I found out, I was at end stage liver disease. Was uh, I was DJing where TX Bear, where he uh, he's a bartender, and uh, I was DJing there, and I was DJing for them, and then I started feeling like I was gonna faint. I was gonna faint, and I, it already had been happening. You know, you know, for a couple of days, but I just thought I was probably becoming diabetic or pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I told the other bartender that I was working that night, like, hey, like, I'm going to go. I, I put on a mixed list or whatever. I'm going to go to my truck and I'm going to lay down. Like, I need to I need to take a breather. Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And I'm going to, uh, I don't want to, like, risk falling over my equipment or falling and breaking something or anything like that. So I was they're like, okay, okay. So I was barely in my truck for like 10 minutes. And they're like, hey, if you need to go, you need to go. You already did your set. You, you can go. You can go. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. They're like, no, you don't look good. You look pale. Like you need to you need to go. Like we'll have somebody drive you, you know, drive your truck or you did not leave your equipment here and we'll take care of it, like everything. And so I was just like, yeah, you know what? Like I can't, I, I, I can't, like I won't, I don't even know if I'd be able to drive home and they had someone drive me home right and they got a and and then the next day i was feeling fine like nothing happened i was feeling fine and then i will i will i went there to go get paid for the night i was djing and i was i ran into one of the regulars there like right by the bar and he's like hey man how you doing and i was like better than it was last night he's like why what's going on i was like nah man i felt like i was gonna pass out Told him everything that was going on. He's like, I see you're limping. What's going on with your feet or what? I showed him. He's like, oh, no, hell no. He's like, that's infected. That's, I had already had a blister that was on my foot that popped open on both of my big toes. And like, I was walking around with Crocs because since I have cirrhosis of the liver, I retain water. So I couldn't wear socks because then my whole ink, my whole calf and everything would swell up, you know, before the sock. So he's like, you need to go to the ER. He's like, who brought you? And I was like, my mom. He's like, you know what? Let, let's go talk to her right now, right now. And he was telling my mom, like, if you have any love for this child right here, your child right here, like, you'll take him to the fucking ER right now. Like, right now, no if fans about it, take him right now. He's like, that's infected. It's probably already spread to his bloodstream and he could fucking die. Yeah, man. And sure enough, sure enough, uh, I had cellulitis on the toe that, you know, that was hurting me that I would always limp on. I had cellulitis and it already went into my bloodstream, which became sepsis. And then after sepsis, it went through all the blood, all the blood tests and everything. That's when they later on told me, like, I'm at end stage liver disease. Okay. And after that, I'm on hospice. Let, let's, let's, Dude, this is so much to process. The resilience, dude. You know, it 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 amazes me. I've got I've got a question, and this will be. I think this will be helpful to people. That moment. Describe the moment, the setting, when they told you this. Who told you? If you, I, I, and then what you were feeling the moment that this was dropped. If you don't mind. 
Like when they told me I had sepsis or when? When you end stage, that moment, you know, when they drop that oh. bomb, when when they say, hey, dude, this is uh, this is a, the next level kind of stuff. I'm just, if whatever that, you're comfortable sharing. That was another word, a gut drop. Like it just, everything. And I was just like, I already knew I had cirrhosis and that was already a thing. And I already know my liver was failing. So to where they say it's end stages, end stages. Yeah, that's it. The only way I can come back from this is a transplant. Not even a piece would work for a, you know, a transplant. It would have to be the whole liver. And just doing that, it's a risk. It's a coin flip if my body would take it or not. Right. I mean, not. I mean, I'm. A, we'll get to this in a few. But I'm. I'm a, you're on the transplant list. Is that correct? No, no, no. I, I still got to go through the whole uh, six the, months of sobriety yeah, before, yeah. and then everything else that has to come to it. Yeah, I have a friend that went through that. He survived it, by the way. Um, but back to that moment. It's what, just what were it, you? What were you feeling? It, where Where did your head go? If you can remember, uh, it went to how where my mom was gonna be, how I was gonna leave her, and what state of mind it would put her in, and knowing that she's going through her own stuff too, and you know, um, I know it's me and my sister and my little nephew, but you know, I'm the baby, I'm the youngest one, so right. like I knew it was. Destroyer, we already lost my dad and stuff like that. So I knew it would destroy her if I were to leave. And then everybody else that I know that's been been here with me and you know, like whenever they saw I was doing it wrong, that would actually the ones that truly loved me would smack me upside the head, like the fuck you doing? Like what it would how it would affect them and they don't want to see me go. I <laughs> I, I, I've always said it like at my funeral, don't do not mourn. Just know if it comes to that, I'm in a better place and I'm no longer, you know, if I was suffering, I'm not suffering. Yeah. Sorry, if I'm no, hey man, this is, this is, I'm doing the same thing, man. You're, 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 this is real. Um, you know, when we talked last night, you know, and even this, I just, what amazes me is your first instinct was not like, oh shit, all me, right? It was like, how's this going to impact those that I love? I, you know, it really speaks to the kind of person you are, dude. You know, I mean, it was the first, first move, you know? Okay, now, now you get the bad news. That now, okay. We there's still life. There's still a game to be played, right? So what 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 were the next steps? The next step is well, I had to get out of the I had to get out of the the hospital. I was a, at least close to a month, and then I went from a week and a half in the hospital. Then I went to a nursing home for another two and a half weeks. And got out, and that's what they put me on hospice. And they brought me the bed, they brought me a wheelchair, they brought me everything, and they had the nurses come check up on me every day. You know, if I need anything, if my meds need anything, if to shower me, and I was like, I don't need to be showered. <laughs> but like, it's it, 
but um, we're getting into discussions of like the whole transplant and everything and getting everything in motion to where, but I do not trust myself out here to do it on my own. Like I know I've had the willpower in the past, but I, it's just too much of a big like event to where like, I'm, I'm gonna wanna do something. I'm gonna wanna at least smoke a cigarette or something. I, I'm not gonna be able to do it. Like, Some something normal. That what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chrissy was her. She mentioned this, and I, you know, she can hear the the pain in your voice. I can hear it. You know, it's 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 you know. But talk about that. I mean, so the fear. What what what? You know, your what what are your fears right now? What are you comfortable sharing? It's you're you're afraid of uh, one of the things I think I heard was. You don't trust your yourself. Is that an accurate statement? I I, I do not trust myself to be able to because I I know myself. I'm the one that knows myself the best, and I know like if anything can, that can trigger me, I'm no I'm gonna just make that mistake and have to end up. If I might have already been like five months to get on the waiting list, and then like something triggers me, whether it been like an ex relationship. Or just something that happened, or just, you know, anything that could upset me, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go get a beer, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette, you know, or something else. I don't know, depending on the extremeness and what triggered me. And, and then I have to start that whole process over again. And me, then might so, not have that long. So, basic, no, I understand that. So, to, in order to be on the transplant list, you have to adhere to certain things, and and drinking and smoking are two of those things. Yeah, drinking and smoking, and no substance whatsoever, just clean diet, uh, medications, and take all my medications and everything. And I feel I would come out come out of it and better if I was like actually at a facility where I had no way of accessing those things that. I hear what you, what about, I mean, you've, you've probably tried the 12 step programs, I'm assuming. Yeah. And okay. everybody there at the, here where I'm at, everybody in the AA, like they, right after the AA meetings are done, they hook up they and get loaded. Get yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I understand. I, 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 I quit drinking in uh, 2010. And so it's, I, I understand. I, I don't understand your situation, but it's a tough thing to, to, to let go. But, I mean, the other side of the coin, I also understand I have to do all these things and this other stuff may not pan out. And, what you know, is that kind of the other side of the coin too? Yeah, and I'm, I'm afraid, like, if, if everything does go in that direction, it's not a guarantee. It's not guaranteed that my body's going to take the liver. It's not guaranteed that I'm going to wake up and... And uh, there's the whole DNR because I wouldn't want to put that on my mom's CV, like for them to uh, to bring me back because I know she would want me here, but to bring me back and be that fully mentally be there to even know that. She... It's okay, dude. 
I it's okay. Moving it goes you know, I don't wanna cloud this moment with a bunch of talk, but it, it Yeah, I'm just your your humanity, dude, is impressive. You know, I've crossed paths with a lot of people, we all have, that have have faced life like you're facing it. And we're all going to face these things. And they all approach it differently. And, and dude, your humanity is, 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 they can't take that away from you, dude, no matter what. You're, 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 you're a good freaking dude, man. I'm sorry this happened. But on your 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 character is right there, dude. And you've been this person your entire life. That none of this none of this is your fault. None of this is you. None of this is punishment, dude. This is this is the fickle finger of fate, man. It's, I'm I'm where I'm, and just like with me on like my music and everything, and some people like, hey, like you. I see what you're going through. Like, you're you're a fucking like you're a miracle. You're a walking miracle. Like, no, don't 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 apologize for whatever. Like, like I'm grateful to even got to have known you. I'm grateful to like even got to speak to you. Like, you're saving me right now because you're making me look at my problems. Like, this ain't shit. This is compared to your problems. This ain't shit. What I'm going through. How yeah, I know, dude. Does that? I mean, you are you can help a lot of people. How does that feel? As, as long as I leave my mark and at least help them in any sort of way, any small way, even if I just make them laugh, just make them laugh and forget about whatever little problems that they're crying, and I just make them laugh just a little bit, just to forget for one second whatever they're going through in their life, whatever they're going through. That's fucking, that's humbling to me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Music. I wouldn't want someone to feel how I'm feeling. I wouldn't want someone to feel it. Like, all the racing thoughts and everything I, I go through and like, I'm, I'm... What What are some of those racing thoughts? Describe those periods. It's just racing thoughts, just like how tomorrow's gonna be, if there's gonna be a tomorrow, how my mom's gonna be, or how, like... Just to if getting out of bed and like, or how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna, you know? I promise them I'll do, I'll help them out with this. And like, am I gonna be able to get up to go and you know show up for what I need to go do and stuff like that? Like, I put myself in some predicaments to where like I was on the verge of like straight up like passing out and stuff like that, but I still did it because I made a promise. Right. I made a promise that I'd be there because they needed me there. And I didn't, sh- I, my body was feeling it, but the way I portrayed it, you couldn't see it. They could probably see a little bit of it, but like I was just, I told you I was going to help you move. I told you I was going to do this. I told you I was going to be here for you for this. I'm going to be there. You've been that way. That, that's that's a lot of integrity, man. You've been that way most of your life, all your life, or has this got stronger now? That's, uh, that's it, a- it, after a bunch of shit happened, yeah, it, it, uh, like I was never the, the greatest person. Like I would admit that, you know, I'm only human, but like 
I've learned a lot from myself and from others and how good people can be and how bad people can be. And like, for those that have been there for me, like back me up and everything and always there for me. And like, even just a text, just, hey, how you doing? Even just any little small thing, just to like, hey, how you doing? Like mm-hmm. say, making it about themselves. Like, hey, like, how you doing? By the way, like, how you doing today? Like, what are you gonna do today? What'd you eat? What'd you do? You know? Did you work on any new songs? Did you do this? That, shit, that goes a long way. Just a little goes a long way. A lot of people don't realize that because if a people, if people want you to be part of their life and really do care about you, all it, like, oh, well, no, I didn't have the time. Oh, really? But you're always on your phone. All it takes is just one text to let somebody know you care. Or just a call, just a couple of seconds out of your day. That's it. Yeah, man. Because you never know when you're going to have that chance again because you might not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we were talking last night, one of the things that uh, that you mentioned that I thought, you know, was really compelling, because I think about this a lot, dude, is that opportunity to, because we all have screwed up in this life, but that opportunity to get back with those that you've wronged and make that right. And you said you've had that opportunity. That's a gift. I think, dude, how did you, how did you go about doing that? Walk, if you don't mind, cause I think that's incredible. I think that's really important to healing. It is. In other words, I was very spiteful because of what they did to me. But the, what was the big achievement is what it, being able to forgive them and forgive myself what I did back to them and to like, just, let that let go. Yeah. Was it? Was it? You know, it was. It was cleansing. It was cleansing. Yeah. Was was all this stuff kind of holding you down? And yeah, I, I, yeah, dude. It takes a lot of courage to do that, though, right? It, I think so. Admit you're wrong, and admit that, like, okay, we both were in the wrong, or maybe I went a step too far, or you went a step too far. But I forgive you, and be able to forgive you. And if you can forgive me, that would be everything. And I'm sorry, but this is me. This is my heart right here. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. So music before before life before this, okay. And there's life after this. But you were telling me you were you were in the mute. You were DJing. You play guitar. Talk, talk to me about like your your creative side, dude. What like what kind of stuff um, were you into? Uh, I went from like uh, listening to Tejano and uh, Cumbias and stuff like that because that's what I was raised around. Right. And then my dad like rap like Eminem, Fifty Cent, DMX, mm-hmm. and all those, and that that got me influenced to start writing lyrics. And then by the time like that was when I was like from eight to I want to say gonna be in my teens, and then I was. I was already writing down rhymes and poems and poetry and stuff like that. So by the time I reached 15, I uh, found out about like punk rock and you Fuck know, yeah, dude. I, want, I, want, I wanted to pick up the guitar. Yeah. And that actually now we're got me a starter kit, a first act starter kit. And then ever since then, like it took me about four years before I can actually company say, like before I played in front of somebody that I could play guitar. And it just went from there. Dude, and I hope, I, as an aside, because this is a full spectrum of life, there's joy. 
And on we, at that that puppet site I showed you, I do this crazy puppet show for just kind of what in the hopes I would cross paths with somebody like Inspire because, like I said, dude, any we'll talk later, but you got carte blanche any way you want to express yourself, any song, and, and we'll we'll work together and incorporate it into that puppet, dude. I can't wait to, but you know, I always. When you mentioned Tejano, dude, I mean, did you were you in a band at all? Did you play live or anything? Oh yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. I have old pictures of me like in bands growing up. Right. Oh, dude, playing right playing, playing shows and stuff and quinceañeras for our friends. Oh, dude. When you mentioned Tejano, I used to play with this guy. I actually, I got some episodes, uh, but he was a mariachi player. And when I was growing up, dude, this was. <laughs> He was dude. I I dig it, but see, when I was growing up, what I, and I'm 57. I wanted Public Enemy. When Public Enemy and Biggie started hitting, I wanted to to fuse acoustic flamenco with that level of spoken word. It's a sound that's in my head. I've never been able to duplicate. But when you mentioned flamenco, is really hard to do. It, it, yeah, I, I it. But it's funny. After my accident, I couldn't play bar chords and certain scales anymore so i had to change my playing style to more of a nylon string anyway back to you back to your music so um are you going to try to dude you're in a spot to create some pretty compelling art right now do you have plans yeah i already have a youtube going it's inspire to inspire inspire to inspire youtube and uh i'm going on live on kick every now and then just to just play in the tx bear he puts on like, hey, can you play this song? Can you play this song? Because he wants me to start performing instead of just DJing. Oh, he dude. wants me to perform there at the VFW. Like so my play covers, you know, he's like, you got to get that out of the way. Play covers. And then later on down the line, you can start playing your own original music. Let me let me tell you something right now. You got, you know, anytime you want, if you want to do... Uh, an unplugged live stream performance you contact me we'll fucking well i'm sorry I'm, I'm trying not to cuss but dude i do this all the time oh my bad no 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 dude, go ahead i'm just i'm it's, it's i cuss all the time man i'm trying not to but it's gonna freaking happen but um dude i i would love to do that I mean, and, and this way, if it, if you ever feel, you don't have to go anywhere because I, I try to do open mics, but they fucking, they kill me, dude. You know, I don't know where you're, t- t- physically, pain level, mobility, what can you, what can't, what, where are you at? What can you do? What can, what are your challenges? It, it, it uh, well, here in my hometown, I could, there's, they don't really do open mics no more. It's like, you already have to have a following. And then they already have to set, you know, that's why I was just doing DJing and like, I didn't even mean to start DJing, just a, a drunken friend just got me in the door and then that's how I met TX Bear and then that's how it just all came about. Like, wow. um, I, cause I just got a PA system just for my studio and stuff like that. But like the PA system ended up being how I met all these wonderful people from the DFW and people that have taken care of me. Like, it's just crazy how everything just, into into the way it is and I my music like I I play different styles of music some you know some heavier and some you know I have originals and some I make fun of like other songs I make parodies like yeah weird out yet quick like I'm I I could play the song and I can make fun of the lyrics twist or if I'm hearing it and it's the instrumental then I'll add my own lyrics to it like <laughs> 
Dude, I yeah, man. I mean, you 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 name the day, we'll do that. That would be fun, dude. I would love to like have a podcast of you. You do you do whatever, but it'd be really cool. Like you perform an original music. You could talk about what this song means and all that kind. Of, then rock it, dude. That'd be fucking the bomb. I mean, we can do it this we weekend. Get that for tomorrow. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Let's, you know, all right. So yeah. we'll set that up. I'll worry about that later. But that's the point, right? That's the point. It's like, how do you approach when it's time to do something? Do you wait till next month, or you know, let's, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Some, I, that's 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 what Bear was telling me. Like he's like, you have all this talent, bro. You have all this talent. Why the, why haven't you already done this already? Like. You have everything. You have the mentality. You have the talent. You have the equipment now. And now you have me helping you and you have all these other things you have available to you. Why haven't you done this? I'm like, dude, yeah, this will be fun, <laughs> dude. Because we can spend, you know, we can goof around and come up with goofy promotion videos tomorrow. You know, have a little fun with this shit. I'll break out some puppets, dude. And then. You know, live and stream. I got my masks. Dude, and then, but then we could like live stream a performance of like your original music. Dude, you don't have to pl you play what you want, whatever. You don't have to play some whatever song until you get to the stuff you want to play. You jam with what you dig. And you know what I mean? I, th I just think it'd be beautiful to, 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 to TX Bear. I've talked with him. He's not here. But that dude, tell me about him. Yeah, he's at he, work already. he seems like a really solid dude. What, what did TX yeah. Bear uh, is a friend of Inspire's? T tell us about him, if you don't mind. Hey man, he's he's it's just a blessing to like he. I I call him a blessing, but he calls me a blessing. Like nah, he's like it's a blessing to have met you and to witness you and just he's like you. you He's like, you're creating so many blessings in my life. I was like, well, you're blessing me. He's like, no, you're blessing me. Like, he's he's like, if anything, like, I'm always here for you. Any, like, my mom was the one that called him because when I was on that Saturday and or when she finally couldn't get me out of bed and all that throwing up and get me to eat, she called him and he came and literally he kicked my bed. <laughs> he kicked my bed. He's like, get up, fucker. <laughs> gave like, you some of that tough love right yeah he's yeah. like get up and i was just like shaking and still like freaking trying to get up and like i barely noticed it was him and it's like saw him and he was like come on come on there's some people that want to see you at the at the vfw come on get up get up fucker quit yeah. faking i was like that's that's fucking I'm cool up, i'm trying to get up and shaking and quivering and shit like that he's like get the fuck up i was like Okay, okay. He's like, do you want to go? He's like, I'm not going to force you, but do you want to go? There's some people that want to see you. There's some people that care about you that want to see you. And I was just like, all right, all right. He's like, well, go wash your, he's like, go wash your balls. Go do whatever you got to do. He's like, you need help? He's like, I'll wash them for you. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, a, that's a solid front, dude. You, you know? Yeah, like, but he helped me into the wheelchair and then, you know, he got me to the restroom door. I got in. Took me a while, but they put the they already put the shower chair in there, whatever, and I washed up. And by the time I got out and dressed up, like it was freezing cold, and that was another Kickstarter too, because it's just like, oh man, it's fucking cold. Oh shit, because I was like under like three blankets for three days, man, like and just sweating and getting cold, and then getting hot, and then getting cold and getting and just 
my body was just going through all types of shit, and I just needed that kickstart. And Bear was the one there that gave me that kickstart because I was I was just in that era. I remember every time I would wake up and I just couldn't go back to sleep. I was just thinking like this, uh, like just pure negativity no. in my head. Yeah. And then I was just there by myself. I was there by myself because my mom has to, you know, had to work and everything like that. So I'm just there by myself. And I had my little support dog, which I, I lost her. She she got picked up at the dog pound. By the time I went to go look for her, somebody adopted her. But as long as she's in a good home, you know, that's 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 good for me. But I'll, I'll get another little, little I, I got one in mind. She's a little cutie. Because <laughs> I love dogs. Cats. Cats are cool. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm the same way, dude. I, I tolerate cats, but I really connect with dogs, dude. But really, I, I they just dogs. tolerate us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the neediness of a dog. Cats don't need uh, us, man. I, I need I need yeah, a codependent. Yeah, exactly. Love, like, I, yeah. You're gone for 10 minutes. You're like, where'd you go? 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 Exactly, dude. I tell you what, man. I mean, this has been, like we talked about last night, this has been, this has been, you know, I wonderful, dude. You know, let me let me ask you this because I, you know, we're gonna be hopefully doing a lot more stuff. But like, where? I mean, what would you tell people? What would you say? Where you're at? What your message? Anything? What? Whatever it is you want to say. I'd say life is too short. Anything that might have happened between any of your loved one, any of your old friends, forgive them. And learn to forgive yourself too, because you know, put your pride aside, and just always be there for those that were there for you, and be those, be there for, you know, be there for others that even just new people you barely met or you don't know, but you see them struggling. Just be there for them too, because you might have just changed that person's life or perspective of life or people, and you could just that's that's. Just, oh man, <laughs> I wanted to say so much, but it's all getting me tongue Take Hey, take your time. We got we got no rush here, man. Take your time. I want I want you to get your voice out there. Take your time. You know. Just we've forgotten what it means to be human nowadays, and yes, we understand times are hard and everything. But just love yourself. If you don't love yourself and take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. So. But even take care of those that have done you wrong because you could probably change them too. But if they don't want to change, okay, still forgive them for whatever they've done or what they continue to do. Just be humble. Be humble. Just live. Live for others as others would want to live unto you or uh, something like that. Sorry. (laughs) just oh man just love one another that's all I can say love love one another be there for each other and if somebody you haven't talked to even on this show just open up your eyes to a certain thing just give that person a text or a call even Mm -hmm. if it's been years if it's been a decade give them a call they still have the same number if not find them on social media and just give them a call just hey or you know, a message. How you doing? How you been? I like just say hi. 
Because sometimes that's all you need is just somebody to just randomly show up at your lowest point to like be like, hey, how you doing? Like, oh, I thought nobody cared about me. Like to change your whole aspect, you know. Sometimes it's it's hard, like going through depression and everything, and you never know what someone else is going through unless they let you into that to that window of what they're going through. And you never know if you don't ask, or at least just check in every now and then. And just be there for each other, man. As always. I appreciate it, dude. Those are beautiful words. I thank you for coming on. And, and this was Inspire, who it is Inspire, who has been on special guests. If you just join us, hey, Jimmy, peace and love. Chrissy, peace and love. And Clayton, my brother, peace and love. But please, I'm going to post this episode as an episode on YouTube. So, I mean, on wherever you download podcasts, please, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to what Inspire had to say. Please. Um, Inspire, thank you, brother. So much, man. Thank you, brother. All right. This is Will Dick. We're going to be back throughout the weekend, but hopefully we'll, we'll set a time. But if you're not doing anything Saturday evening, there very well could be a live stream performance from the one and only Inspire, man, with original music. Hiya. <laughs> All right. Peace and love. From uh, Parts Unknown, Colorado, this is the Art of Floundering Podcast. Thank you guys so much. This concludes another episode from the Art of Floundering Podcast. We hope that you will like, follow, subscribe, and review. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Podbeam, or wherever you download your super-duper peachy keen favorite podcast. On behalf of the Art of Floundering podcast, I want to wish each and every one of you nothing but peace and love.